I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey Siri, give me H-Town Soccer. Talking all things Houston Dynamo FC. This is the official Dynamo Theory Podcast. We are Forever Orange. What is up, H-Town? Welcome to another episode of the official Dynamo Theory Podcast. My name is Rudy Segura, and along with Christian Putalias, we are ready to break down all the current news surrounding the Houston Dynamo. ¿Qué pasa, Christian? What's up, what's up, what's up, people? What's up? Uh, welcome back. We are here. Another week, another uh, another week, another dollar. So let's talk some Dynamo. Let's talk about the multiple things that have been happening and not really happening because nothing has been happening. Right. It's like it's, there's a lot and there's not a lot. It's just kind of interesting for sure. But, uh, man, uh, you want to tell the people how they can get along or follow us and stuff like that? Yeah, man. So, of course, uh, you can always uh, find us on Twitter at Dynamo Theory, where, you know, most of the articles and stuff like that are going to be posted. Uh, also, Instagram at Dynamo Theory as well, where we do, you know, same same basically things. And then we do polls, you know, do a bunch of couple couple things. So you guys can kind of like join in and, and you know, and uh, give us feed, feedback and kind of like interact with us and stuff like that. And then just theory, uh, dynamotheory.com. And that's where you can get everything basically that we do, you know, podcast wise and writing and everything like that. So, yeah, you can hit us up there. Dynamo Theory at everything, basically. Yeah, pretty much. And, you know, uh, this is the third episode and I remember that we had an email, but I can't remember it at the top of my head. But if you need to email us reach out to us and we'll get you that email, you know, so that way, if, if that's your thing, I know I'm an emailer myself. I'm just used to doing that a lot because uh, of work and why not. But anyways, we'll move on. So since the last time we talked, Christian, the MLS, uh, the 2021 MLS season was still going on, but finally it's over. And the champion, it's, uh, you know, has their first star and that's uh, NYCFC. I think it's great that, you know, somebody that hadn't won it, won it, because that's usually how, I, you know, I'd like to go for the underdog. But, man, what are your thoughts so far on that? I mean, first of all, you know, shout out to NY, as NYCFC. And I have to say bing bong, you know, just because for the people, for the crowd. Uh, but, yeah, man, I, it's like, you know, all the memes that were going out about New York Red Bulls not being able to get it and stuff like that but you know it's cool to see it's cool but also at the same time it's kind of weird because you know they are the only team that doesn't play that doesn't play in a like in a soccer field basically they play in a baseball field which is weird which i didn't even know you can fit a soccer field in a baseball field but i guess you know i guess they it's do a pretty lot of tiny out. man it's pretty tiny for sure yeah yeah i mean i don't know how they do it but i guess they're able to pull it off i mean they won a championship on you know with it so it is what it is right uh but yeah man i mean it was a good final, you know, it was like all the literally all the way to the end, there was something to like watch for, you know, Portland almost made a comeback at home, but you know, once again, 
they they had a, a little Mauro Manotas in them and and just kind of got you know everybody over there in Portland kind of quiet. But yeah, I mean, they, uh, I think that they are the I don't know the word, but they are like the right champions, I guess. There's a word for like the correct champions or whatever. Como que el merecido campeón, you know? And uh, it is what it is. So shout out to NYFC and you know the Cooligans can get us can get us on the dirt show, but you know. Well, I was gonna say that's as much as a Houston podcast is gonna talk about New York and give them some mm-hmm. kind of love. So we'll move on, right? So another thing that happened pretty much right you know, the next day after the uh, um, MLS uh, Cup final was played was half-day trade, sh- trade uh, window open. And uh, the Dynamo actually pulled the trigger and did a trade and ac- acquired uh, Daniel Stedes from Galaxy. Don't want to get too much into it. Uh, I'm sure, uh, you know, a fellow podcaster being a finister with the Houston Dynapod, he's probably going to break down a little. Yeah, exactly. We're going to they probably do a, a better breakdown of, you know, everything that this guy has done in his career. But we know he's a California native. Um, it seems like he pretty much played most of his uh, uh, career in the West Coast. Um, he did, uh, I believe I looked at when I looked it up, he played in North Carolina for like a year, you know, like in a uh, second division or whatnot. If you look at st- uh, status wise, it looks like he is, you know, a solid enough player. So it, technically an upgrade, maybe a, a flex CB, but nothing really exciting, right? You know, it's, it's, it is what it is. I think it's still building a, a, uh, a squad with no coach. And that's something that we'll talk about a little uh, later on, yeah. but do you want to add anything else on, on this uh, pickup by the Dynamo? Yeah, I mean, the only thing I guess I could say here is like uh, maybe a better, I mean, hopefully like, you know, I don't know much about him either, but hopefully a better like uh, Fue Mayor or a better um, Minor Figueroa. So, you know, those two guys were kind of let go, you know, out of the roster and, and they needed, you know, Teenage and uh, Tim Parker needed somebody to compete with, I guess. So, you know, they, they brought in a guy that maybe has a little bit more experience or has experience like them uh, in that position and maybe, you know, just kind of give them a run for their money. So as long as, you know, com- competition, obviously, hopefully improves the position you know they're they're at so hopefully having somebody you know right there on their heels they can you know make sure that they keep their position you know well protected i guess yeah and like you mentioned it's really about you know the guy had been playing and enjoying plenty of games so that's something that some of our backup cvs didn't have so i think it's an upgrade um and we'll see what he has to offer we we don't know what what uh the coach that comes decides to do with him or not but again adding to that um depth chart for sure you know everything kind of just moving quickly right we were so excited yeah. after the uh half day trade show uh trade i keep trying to say trade show because i yeah. i used to go to trade shows all the time but it, half- it's usually a show <laughs> yeah it really is so you're right uh but and then it went into the mls expansion draft right so Charlotte was uh, had the ability to pick five players from, I believe it was 20 teams. They missed um, out on those Dynamo players. And, you know, we were all super ex- – <laughs> we were really depressed that they wouldn't pick up Darwin Sedin or Ari Lasseter. Like, you know, some, some of us were going to cut our brains. <laughs> but sadly, it didn't happen, right? And so we still have them in our squad for the time being. I know there's a few of the guys that were on the list. Obviously, their contract is going to be up 
at the end of the year. So it was just, you know, they have to show that they're still in the there. Uh, the one that we we're maybe a little scared of, at least maybe not Christian, but you know, okay. if Darwin Quintero <laughs> got picked up, sure. uh, and uh, what's another guy? I think Ian Hoffman was another one, and Michael Nelson yeah. was, you know, from the inquiry that you uh created in yeah, our Instagram, you know, that 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 seemed to be what you know the fans were hoping that if you know they were gonna pick someone from Houston, none of those three to be touched, man. But uh, your thoughts on at least Charlie, just, you know, the way that uh, their little expansion draft went. No, yeah, man. They, so they picked five guys. You know, honestly, we were we were busy, you know, as we will mention, you know, what we were doing here in a minute. But we were busy. But like most of the guys were saying over there where we were at, you know, sometimes a lot of these picks are picks to trade. So like even one of them literally was like was picked up by Charlotte and then they gave it to somebody else for money. So, you know, sometimes it's just business deals that, you know, it's like, hey, like I'm this, you know, club A and Charlotte is picking. Hey, Charlotte, can you get this guy for me? And, you know, we'll do a trade here and there. So, you know, it's a, it's a lot of business, a lot of uh, another show. Uh, but I think, you know, I mean, I don't know. We'll see what Charlotte comes up with, you know, because they have a, a stadium now and they had a good team in the USL. I think they're not going to be there anymore. Um, I, th- I think they'll but, be there, but they're going to be st- obviously like separate from yeah. what Charlotte FC is. Okay. So yeah, we'll we'll see. You know, it's one of those things like you know you don't you don't know what's going to happen until it happens. So yeah. you know, in Charlotte, to be honest, doesn't really attract me at all. Like it, it's not. I don't know. They're so far over there. You're like, ah, eh, Charlotte. You know, it is what it is. It's so a nice we'll little it. city, man. I mean, you never know. Maybe we go uh, check out a. An away game there, you know, with the Dynamo uh, sometime in the future, because it's not going to happen in 2022, as we'll yeah. talk in a bit. But uh, another thing, too, that obviously we, you know, referring to the head coach position, we really haven't heard much. It's been kind of quiet. Uh, I'm not a guy to like mess with rumors much. I think it's I like solid information. Um, but then obviously names that we had mentioned in the past, like Diego Alonso, obviously he's gone. He got picked up by uh, Uruguay, so he's going to be the coach of the national team. Um, and then, uh, you know, Jaime Lozano is one of the, you know, coaches that seem to be even closer just because all the other ones have kind of discarded themselves by finding a job. But Jaime Lozano is a name that we keep hearing. And, and you know, it's between LAFC and, and Dynamo, I think, really, um, that you keep hearing. And, some some uh, you know some articles say that he's about to sign with LAFC. Some articles say that he's you know closer with the Dynamo. But what are your thoughts on Jaime Lozano, man? Like, is that something that intrigues you? I mean, you know, he's a young guy, so I don't think a lot of people know much about him. But what's up? Yeah, so basically, same thing. I don't know much about him as a as a coach. I kind of read up a little bit on him just to see what's up. I know he was like doing uh, like lower stuff, like you know, academy stuff and stuff like that. But I mean, I, I've heard, I've known him as a player, you know, and I know that he was uh, pretty big in the Mexican national team. And that's something that we've been trying to kind of appeal to as a club, I guess, to like the Mexican national, either, you know, with a coach or with a player or just having some type of ties to, to Mexico at all, period, you know. And I think a guy that has been through like the academy and, and multiple clubs in Mexico. And they, I think he was coaching a, a Mexican team for a little while. So he has some type of experience. 
and then also you know coaching the the olympic teams like the U, u18 i think or u23s for mexico taking them to i think is a bronze medal in, in the olympics i think i mean it's good because you know not only he comes in as a well but then again you know a lot of people will compare him to tab ramos but um but, you know, I guess he could be the Mexican Dab Ramos. So it could be either good or bad. And, and now add on to that. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, I think, are scared of these younger guys, you know, with that academy experience or, you know, um, U20 whatever experience for national teams just because of what we saw from Ramos. But I think, you know, Ramos was, you know, obviously an older guy. He had never really had got an opportunity to be a pro coach at club level. And Jaime Lozano is a guy that he's been coaching since 2014. So, you know, he's only 43 years old. So he's a young guy. So say he's been coaching for like eight years, right? I mean, that makes him, what, 35 years old, maybe? Yeah. And uh, he, uh, like you mentioned, he he was a coach for Querétaro uh, for a little bit in 2017. And then after that, started doing more of the uh, uh, U-level um, international uh, teams for Mexico. And I think it's like it would be perfect. I mean, the Olympics just happened. He was a coach for them. You know, looking into it, you know, if if he is the uh, the one that gets named to be the coach, uh, a, a player that had been, uh, you know, the name had been mentioned to be a part of the Dynamo was uh, El Piojo Alvarado from Cruz Azul. And that was a guy that Jaime Lozano brought, you know, and played uh, in the Olympics with him. So, you never know. You know, you get a Jaime Lozano, maybe he can convince younger guys like like Alvarado to come and play. And he's going to definitely have those, you know, good connections to bring in those players. So And, not, and also something, it, it kind of ties with the whole NYCFC thing, because I thought today that Valentin Castellanos, I think it is. Yeah, their, Tati. Their star yeah. Four, yeah. Uh, there was some kind of inquiry or West Ham United was actually – looking at him so imagine if a guy like that you know that has a great season on the mls literally makes a jump from an mls team to a a top level i mean right now they're like yeah. in the top five you know yeah. in, in they the lost league. today and it hurt my feelings a little bit but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh no 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 of course i think like you know the idea is to be able yeah. You know, those the young guys, especially the young Mexicans, they're not going to sell them to you cheap, right? So yeah. you're going to have to That's probably, you know, put a, a good chunk of change. Uh, you know, something that we mentioned, do you want to bring like three or, you know, a couple guys that are like four million and one or one big one, you know, kind of. And so like, like Alvarado, I think if you look at his transfer market value, I believe he's at about seven million, which is pretty, you know, pricey. Yeah, but we're done with it. Yeah, well, especially right. Like that's we're kind of thinking way outside yeah. the box because because <laughs> yeah. Ted Siegel hasn't even told us how much he's planning to spend, you know. And so mm-hmm. and and we're you know just going with that is like if you're spending seven million, that what you're trying to do is try to flip some money, right? I mean, you may not get double the amount, but maybe if you get even two or three million out of it, you know, yeah, it's better than nothing, man. That's, yeah. So, and and, and yeah. also, well, kind of finishing off there. Um, yeah, like if you have a guy like like um, Lozano, and then he can bring young, you know, young Mexican players, or not even Mexican, but just young guys, and then you you know you can flip them. That's that's a win win for everybody. So yeah, and so again, it's still kind of obviously not official. Nobody has no parties have kind of even yeah exactly. We kind of have our fingers crossed yeah. for sure that it may happen. 
Um, but again, it, it, I don't want to say time is running out because, of course, you know, but, time, it, is. but it is because <laughs> this is probably the shortest, uh, was it called off season? And with that transition is perfectly to what we learned today, right? I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply about the schedule uh the the schedule came out and um well you know obviously we we know exactly how many games the dynamo are going to play home and away and i'll let you kind of you know step in and do this one just uh the uh, dustin did a pretty good article of you know kind of like the top five games to kind of watch out and, and and you know like see your input on that yeah, so yeah, like he, like uh, Rudy was saying, uh, Dustin over there down with Erie, or I guess coworker in a way, uh, or a contributor in in, uh, in arms. I don't know whatever you may call him. Uh, he did a, a piece, a five like five games to kind of look you know look for uh, that probably going to be a, a really good thing for the Dynamo, or like good matchups and stuff like that. And that's you know kind of leaving the Texas Derbies aside in a way. Um, you know, the Texas Derby with Dallas and what I call the 290 Derby with Austin. Uh, you know, I guess we can kind of put those separate in a way. But uh, the five that he mentioned that, you know, I kind of looked at here before we started a little bit and I'm looking at it right now, honestly. And uh, he picked uh, versus uh, Real Salt Lake February 27th. I think it's going to be a good matchup just because Real Salt Lake not only is in our conference, but they have been, I mean, they had a heck of a season with Pablo Mastroeni, who was actually our, you know, assistant coach, so not too long ago, um, and I think Real Salt Lake maybe doesn't have a big name and also doesn't have a big like roster money wise, but they have a really good team. So you know, well, especially one, one of the first games. Just, just first game. I just want to add real quick in this uh, that you said about money wise. Well, yeah, I mean they are still currently owned by the MLS, right? Like they had that whole little. Cinderella going, Cinderella story going of how they didn't have a owner, they didn't have a true coach, and and so, but they ended almost pretty much really then close to making it to the final, right? So, yeah. um, yeah, man. No, yeah, and and that's being our first game, you know, mm-hmm. in our first home game. Uh, I think it's gonna be a true test to see where we stand. I know we're all scared because you know there's no coach yet, but I think that's gonna be like a really true test. Uh, the second one he mentioned was uh, May 14 on uh, Saturday against Nashville. You know, Nashville making that transition from Eastern to Western because of Charlotte. Uh, and Nashville, man, since they got in this league, they've been they've been putting up a good fight. To, you know, I mean, they playoffs, I think, both years that they've been in the mm-hmm. league uh, or however many years they've been in the league, yeah, but they're always two. been in the mm-hmm. playoffs. 
Um, and, and they're ready. I mean, they've been competing. So, and they're ready to, you know, compete with the West guys. You know, I think personally, I think the West, the West conference is a little bit harder. So it's going to be interesting to see how Nashville kind of pairs up with everybody in the West, but I mean, I don't know. Which is funny that you say that because I think the last two, at least two champions have been from the East. So it, it, I feel like West is always really, really tough to just yeah. make it into the playoffs. That, but the East, you know, has had it like as the champions. Exactly. So yeah. it just can't take care of business, man. You know, yeah. West can't. But uh, what makes I just want to add to make, uh, you know, that makes this one special, too. I think it's the uh, 10 year anniversary of PNC Stadium. Uh, so there is a um, remodeling that's supposed to be happening, you know, before the season starts, I guess. Uh, and, and so it, it should, it's going to be a nice one. Oh yeah, they're they're supposed to be having the whole uh, safe standing section for the supporters. So hopefully, you know, we can start filling that place up because if it's gonna look dope as as they portray it to be, I think. I mean, I think we can fill it up. Honestly, I mean, twenty two thousand people, but you know, you have to have a good team for people to show up. So you know, that's what we learned. Um, the another one that he mentioned was against Seattle Sounders. Uh, Seattle Sounders just being one of the top teams in the West. Obviously, they made it far. They made it to the semifinals, if I'm not mistaken, semifinals or quarterfinals. But Seattle Sounders is always competing, always, always competing. So, you know, the, that's a true test right there. Um, anything on that one? Uh, you know, the rivalry, it's it's a rivalry that not a lot of people speak about. Uh, Seattle Sounders had had our basically our name, you know, on the uh, easy win schedule. But this past season, remember, we beat them with uh, – Two really good golazos, one from Darwin uh, Quintero, and I believe the other one was from Ruti. Yep. Um, but anyways, I think it's going to be a good matchup for sure. And then on Sunday, July 3rd, for the fireworks, uh, we're hosting Charlotte. So the new boys in town are coming to Houston. And I don't know. I mean, Charlotte, obviously, they don't have they don't really have a full team yet. So it's, it's going to be interesting because we don't have a coach. They don't have a team. So, you know. It's going to be the battle of the new newcomers in a way. If we're going to talk smack about them already, I, I think their jersey is so ugly because, because the uh, sponsor is just humongous. Like, I'm like, can you make that, that sponsor even bigger? I mean, Jesus. I mean, the colors are okay, but yeah, that, that's have, that sponsor yeah, kind of. I have uh, nothing against Adidas, but Adidas, come on, bro. Like, we need, we need something prettier. I mean, I'm just saying. But it is what it is. Uh, and then the last one, which I think is going to be the best. I don't know if the best ones out of the five, but the most interesting thing, one is Decision Day against our children, the LA Galaxy. Shout out to LA Galaxy for always being our kids. <laughs> yeah, of course. Like We've ruined their uh, playoffs, uh, what's it called, appearances at least one or two times in, in the last few seasons. So... It's exciting to have, you know, that hashtag beat LA going around when they play uh, here in, in Houston, of course. So, you know, hopefully by decision day, we're already in the playoffs, you know, try to be optimistic. I hate, you know, being that team that is playing, you know, the for very important three points. Uh, you know, we can ask uh, Montreal about that, you know, this past season that they ended up losing to uh, Orlando. But anyways, that's, 
uh, you know, some of the, uh, again, some of the, the matches that we think are very important and, you know, that you guys can keep up with. And, and we'll see, you know, obviously time will tell once these matches are being played and uh, see how important they turn out to be, right? And let me go ahead and just uh, mention the, the, the derbies. You know, obviously we're going to be playing for the Copa Tejas. And of course, you know, there's always the, the matchups for El Capitan. Uh, which we have with Dallas. We're only meeting Dallas twice this year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think one, one home and one away. Yeah, yeah, that's for all the Western uh, teams. Yeah. So you know, it's gonna be for all the marbles. So you know, there's only gonna be two games and two decisive games. So first game, first uh, rivalry game, I guess we can say it's gonna be Saturday, April 23rd at Dallas. So hopefully, you know, we'll be able to make that trip as the Dynamo Theory uh, crew. That'll be pretty dope. Um, Saturday, April April 30th, which is the weekend after that, we actually uh, host uh, Austin FC and then Broccoli FC, as some people may want to call it. Saturday, July 9th, we uh, we welcome the guys from Oklahoma, uh, SC Dallas. And then on Tuesday, July 12th, we travel down or travel up, I guess, 290 over there to Q2 Stadium where they use megaphones in the, in the stands. <laughs> And 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 you may you know if maybe you see the schedule and you're like man how come it's so early you know or you know how come the season ends so quickly because uh, the MLS Cup is supposed to be played I believe in November fifth right and it's about what a month a month and a half almost early compared to this one and uh, if you don't know and you've been hiding under a rock there's a World Cup coming in November you know yeah exactly surprise. Uh, And so, obviously, that throws it all completely off. I think it was kind of good news for the Dynamo because I feel like they always get hurt with, with uh, international play, with that being the Gold Cup or, or the World Cup, losing some, you know, pretty good players. So, it can be beneficial to them. It can be beneficial to, you know, other teams, of course. Uh, but I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm hoping that uh, we finally get to go to a playoff game uh, and wear some Dynamo gear, whether it be here at Houston Or if we have to travel somewhere, I would love for that to happen, man. For real. And also, I'm going to just go ahead and, and drop it here. But me and Rudy are planning on going on an away trip. One mm -hmm. of these, one of these, obviously not to Dallas, not to Austin. We're, I'm, I'm me, myself, you know, and work permitting and everything, you know, for both of us, we're planning on going to those two, uh, you know, no matter what. But of course, we want to go to a third trip, you know, third away trip. So I'm going to just go ahead and put it out there. You know, if we're, we're going to go out and then if y'all want to join us, why not? Let's make it a party. Let's go make it a, a party in a way, a way game party. So that would be pretty cool. If, you know, if some people want to join, but if not, then me and Rudy are already planning on it. So it is, hey, it is. I know, man, I went to Philadelphia one day or, you know, I think it was 2019 all by myself, my wife and my kid. And it was literally just me and I see of philadelphia fans <laughs> and they you know those are they tend to be kind of brutal but i think because i had a baby and a wife they were like kind of chill about it but no i mean honestly those, those away games uh, are are fun and, and i think they're unique experiences and i'm definitely looking forward uh to go into one of them for sure man we hopefully maybe by the end of the year there's one in nashville uh that would probably be a good one is uh, about a day before my birthday so maybe we can hey. make that happen you know That'll be nice. That'll be nice. Yeah, we'll look into this into this thing, and then we'll let everybody know what we're planning. So if y'all want to join us, you know, y'all can join us and make make a whole trip out of it. But 
And uh, so, yeah, so moving on to, you know, we were talking about uh, Christian mentioned how we were kind of busy yesterday. We were kind of busy. And if you follow us on Instagram, uh, you probably saw my Buenas Buenas uh, little pose that I posted before we played. Um, but we had a media game day, which ended up turning into a tournament, which was actually very fun. Uh, it was played in one of the uh, Houston Dynamo mini uh, soccer pitches. Uh, this one was the Cloverland Park. Uh, I do not remember the exact address, but you can feel free to look it up or, you know, ask us about it. But I, I was very surprised. It was a very clean little place. Um, super fun is, is basically two little pitches. One of them is a dynamo. One of them is a dash uh, decorated. Uh, pretty cool. There's a yeah. Uh, the address is three eight oh one Hick Hickok is H-I-C-K-O-K lane. Um, so if you guys, I know a few people did ask on our Instagram, so, uh, I, I put it there. So yeah, definitely check it out in that area. Um, I, the tournament itself, we joked around cause we knew it was coming and man, I have not played in like three years. Like, <laughs> and so, you know, the, uh, the 15 pound game by the pandemic was there, you know, I had two kids. So I have, I, there's baby fat. Baby I haven't weight. lost. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I we definitely told, kept telling the guys and and uh, uh, to throw it in there too. We there's some guys that we hadn't really met, you know, from the pandemic yeah. that we pretty much you know interact like daily. Um, Dustin, Derek, I hadn't met them in person. Uh, Christian, yeah. I had run into a few times already. Once, yeah, yeah. So it, it's interesting how the pandemic kind of worked, and and it worked out that we. Uh, we got on uh, 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 the winning team. You know, it was all for fun. It was all for fun. But no, you know, we oh, got to play. I'm hella sore today. Uh, <laughs> but it was worth it, man. I think we had plenty of fun. Uh, the guy, uh, Andres, can't think of his last name, but Andres, the Fox Rod, was there with us too. Um, so it was fun to see a lot of people. You know, I think uh, the uh, super fan, Webb, I think I saw him in the sidelines. He didn't get to play. Um, was it who else? Oh, we saw dynamo what's his name uh houston dynamo memes houston dynamo memes there you go Shout yeah so and then you know a few other guys that, that we get to know the guy from uh striker texas um victor arisa um what was that there's another guy that i know that Corey. what's his last name you know uh, you know so there, there it was kind of cool to just see other people that kind of you know follow the team uh some of them get paid some of us do it for fun but, dude, you know, you, we get to be a part of it, and, you know, it, it's great. I have uh, – of course, this is not going to make it into a, a YouTube video, no. but I have the uh, shirt that they gave us wearing it today because I was we'll wearing it or, the, orange We'll yesterday. post it on the IG. Yeah, right? And so, no, 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 it was fun. And, and you know, um, the guys uh, that do the communication and media for the Dynamo are really cool, uh, whether it be Edgar or um, Zach, that, you know, it, it was a pretty cool experience. And hopefully – uh, we can continue to be a part of it. I think it's it, it's very exciting, and we keep looking forward to it. And that's pretty much all the information that we have for you guys. Um, but before we go, I do want to let you guys know, and and uh, I'll let uh, Christian kind of close us out. But I kind of teased that, that uh, we're planning to do a giveaway, and I won't get tell you what it is yet. But do, uh, yeah, right. That's me gasping. But. <laughs> No, but definitely there's going to be a, I'm going to post it tomorrow, hopefully like around noon. So keep an eye out on a way to enter the giveaway. It's going to be one of those, you know, 
three-step process ones you know make sure you follow us make sure you like the post and make sure you share it on your story um and i think you guys may like this one it's a little bit of i decided to do it on a thursday because it's perfect like a throwback thursday type of thing mm-hmm. um you know something that you can definitely add it to uh your uh what is it called memorabilia for sure you know? yeah so you know that that's as much as hint i'm going to give you guys so you know, keep an eye out, you know, help us keep growing the Instagram account, uh, keep growing the, uh, the, uh, dynamo theory podcast. Uh, so yeah, Christian, you just kind of, you know, give them another, another, uh, what's it called run rundown of like where they can follow us, you know, where they can listen to this and you know, the deal, my friend. For sure. Yeah. So uh, Fred, before I get there, I want to say I want to give a shout out to the guy that was kicking people yesterday at the media match. Shout out to that guy. <laughs> oh, I hope he does not listen to us. <laughs> but if he doesn't, you know, shout out to you, bro. You kicked very hard. Uh, but yeah, uh, you can follow us, follow us uh, social media at Twitter at, at Dynamo Theory. You can go to Twitter at Dynamo Theory. Uh, the email that we don't remember, but we'll get to that. You know, we'll get that to you someday. Uh, and then if not, you can just direct message us, of course. Uh, and then you can follow uh, me at Chris, at Chris Putaleas. You can follow Rudy at Rudy Segura 03. Uh, and then you can always go to dynamotheory.com where you'll get everything that you may need in this whole world. And of course, this podcast, you can listen to it in any uh, and all the, you know, podcasting uh, platforms that, you know, they're out there in the world. So, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Yeah. And so, like he said, and if you listen to Apple Podcasts, if you listen to Spotify, wherever you listen, you know, make sure to just subscribe, rate us. You know, if you hate the way I talk or the way Christian like whistles or something, uh, you know, let (laughs) us know. No, we really like we want to interact with you guys. We want to be able to use a platform that we enjoy doing, uh, you know, keep making more fans out of it. And with that, I think I came up with the little ending quote, my friend. Uh, What if we say... Uh, make sure to hold it down and keep it forever on. Let's go.